You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Dara Haskins. Dara, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you. Dara, you're in Philly. It's uh, May 5th. How... Um, how are things there? I feel I always feel like I should ask something about like the pandemic because it's ending or beginning wherever you happen to be or in the middle. What's what's uh, how has I guess the last year been for you in terms of the pandemic and and making work? Well, um, here in Philly, things are still kind of shaky. People are still getting their vaccines. Um, not everything is open. It's not kind of like, you know, New York where you can just go see an exhibition. still have to make reservation here. So it's still kind of like we're on lockdown a little bit here. But restaurants are open. People are downtown. They, they wear their masks. You know, it's still a mid-Mecca city. So, um, you know, it's, it's still pandemic, though, so... It's right. still crazy, what I like to call a panini, because these two years have been kind of pushed together as far as me with um, being an artist. What did you say you like to call it, or what? I like to call it a panini, because it's like the two years have kind of pushed together for me. Instead of a pandemic. And, and 2021 or in 2019, yeah. 2020, what's the, what's the panini? I like that. I guess all of it, kind of. <laughs> Three-layer sandwich, I don't know. Mostly 2020 and 2021 have kind of smushed together for me. Um, and it's kind of like we're trying to get out of that, of of last year here in Philly. But it feels right. like we kind of lost a year. A lot of me and my friends here, um, we say we lost a year, you know, um, artistically, but still striving. And you had a few shows, though, this year, right? You had a um, show at... Paris, Texas, L.A., right? Um, a virtual exhibition? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nomenclatures of Invisibility online. And I also had an exhibition, a couple of artist talks with Fleischer Art Museum um, here in Philly. Um, through Fleischer, talking about my series Havana Time. Also a talk with, who was it? Uh the gallery downtown, Da Vinci Art Alliance. I had a group exhibition called Sanctuary a couple of months ago. And right now, I have my first solo exhibition getting ready to open May 15th at Rush Arts Philadelphia. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the solo exhibition. Well, we could also talk about one of the ones from, from last year, but um, let's talk about one of the ones at the, well, at the top layer of the Panini, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that would be the one coming up, right? The solo, the solo show. Um, what will what will be in this solo show? because this will be distinct from the other shows that you are doing, right? Different. Yes. Different work. Yeah. This this solo show, I'm exhibiting works from my Havana Time series from last year, 2019 and 2020, and. 2021, a quarantine series, which is kind of the quarantine series of the Panini and the, in the involving in this pandemic. It was very isolating um, for me. I made a lot of work out of my apartment. Um, 
instead of in my studio because nobody could leave the house. You know, you didn't want to leave the house. So it's reflecting everything that I went through in the pandemic, in the beginning of the pandemic, towards now. And I get a chance to reflect all of that work that I didn't get to show from 2019 to now that has, I mean, I showed it virtually, but now I actually get to show this work in person. And it feels really good because some of this work kind of just was rolled up in, you know, uh, my studio for a time there. Uh, But I look forward to exhibiting this Havana series and this quarantine series at Rush, at Rush Arts uh, next month. So let's talk about that series a little, a little more. Uh, so there's there's really two groups in here, this quarantine series and another group? Havana series. Havana series is Havana series. a series I created. Yeah, I call it Havana time. I created it in 2019 when I, uh, I, I, I got a travel scholarship from the institution. I graduated from Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts, and I created a residency for myself in Havana, Cuba, which I lived for a month in Vidalo, Cuba. I love that. So, so let me just ask you a little bit about that first. Yes. You created a residency for yourself in Havana. I mean, yes. that's pretty cool. What does that actually mean to create a residency for yourself? I mean, I, I can imagine you took this travel money and got yourself a room there, but, but um, was there anything, any more structure to it than, than doing that by creating a residency or you, you're traveling somewhere and giving yourself a, a chunk of time? To work, right? Yeah. There. But it's but it's alone. You're doing that alone? Yeah, I went I traveled by myself for the first time. I'd never been out of the country. Um and I I yes, I took the travel money. I spent half of it and I completely immersed myself in Afro Cuban culture. Um I navigated with my friend who is my brother Daron. Um and he introduced me to musicians, he introduced me to other artists. I I, I basically just immersed myself for a whole month in art and culture. And I made drawings, I made watercolors, and a couple of small paintings. And when I came back to Philadelphia, I created a series of works, which is what and I'm let's exhibiting Let's talk about now. that series. So that, that, that's, it wasn't created there. It was, it was drawing on that experience, perhaps, when you, when you came back, the work that you made in your um, apartment, essentially, right? Well, some of it I made in Cuba, and some of it I made home. I made here in Philly. Um, it's it's a, a collaboration of basically portraits of my brother Daron in Cuba, places that we navigated, connecting that historical content to the contemporary spaces, um, which connects to my quarantine series because basically it's about navigating space and adapting to where I am, navigating as a black queer woman in different spaces, um, which I do portray with others. Um, So it's kind of, it's a little of the same series, but separating because there's growth there. Uh, But this series, uh, the new series... Because there's growth there, you said? Um, Yes, I would say that there's growth because I'm in a different space. I'm, I'm, I'm growing here in Philly during this pandemic, so I have to adapt to what the situation of what's going on outside, you know. But growing, but growing, if we could talk about that a little more, because that sounds very interesting here, because the work is reflecting this, this growth. Yeah, I, I, I would say this growth, this growth in not just my practice, but 
as a woman growing here in Philly, adapting to this pandemic has been very stressful. Um, I mean, you talk to any artist here right now, we know it's been a struggle with not being able to exhibit, not being able to do in-person um, exhibitions as much unless you live in New York. I mean, I live in Philly, so uh, I think that there's a lot of growth within my practice because I've been spending more time working on paintings. Um, but And growth, and you mean I, growth, I mean, there's, there's formally growth, like how the paintings are, are, um, are becoming more... I don't know, uh, you know, evolved or, or, or sophisticated in their approach. But weren't you also talking about growth as 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 a woman yourself in terms of um, I don't know perception or something or 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 something else or no? Well, yes, we all grow, you know, um, and a part of that growth is learning how to adapt to the situations you're in. So right. this year, I mean, I. Last year, I'd say this year because I say we lost a year, but I'm talking about last year and this year, and I felt I feel as though I've grown a lot as an artist and as a woman, as a woman adapting to this pandemic. Um, so yeah, that's that's the growth for me. And how is that reflected in the paintings them, themselves? Is there is it a narrative in there that comes out? Is it is it more subtle so that we can't really talk about it, or or is there a kind of a um, a message or or a story, a narrative in there in these. New I mean, works. there's a there's a story in every piece I do. Um, I would leave that up to the viewer, but uh, I I I I would say yes, there is a story in each piece, but it, it kind of yeah. I guess you'll have to come see the show. <laughs> Well, there are figures. There are figures in these, right? This isn't abstract work. That is, there are there are figures in it. Yes, these are figurative paintings. Some of them are portrait. Um, I would like to say that they're all portrait paintings, but they are most definitely figure paintings. And and when will the show be? It opens May fifteenth. Um, virtually on Instagram, I'm having a Zoom talk as well. You can see all those on my Instagram. Um, I'm also having talks with curator Sarah Spencer and artist Devin Morris, another friend of mine in Brooklyn who's also an artist. Um, but it opens on May 15th, and you can make reservations to the exhibition through July, to the end of July. So, and yeah. make reservations to see it in person is, is how it'll work. The opening, it sounds like it's happening virtually, and then the exhibition you make appointments to see. Yes. So, so you know, that is, I guess, like the model now of like a show at, at this moment, or at least in certain uh, places in the world. How, but the opening, of course, is different than the opening has ever been. It's, it's, you know, you're mentioning like a number of talks and, and it being virtual. That's really something completely new, but you've now done this a few times before during the pandemic, right? Yeah, this is just how it is now, you know. Um, and how is that? What do you think about that? Because you are, you're, you're, you have these talks lined up. You have a. How do you like that uh, in terms of, of that process? Because it seems like some of that will probably stay even after the pandemic. That kind of an opening, perhaps. Yeah, I think there's a positive and a negative to it. I mean, 
it gives me in a positive way I'm able to reach people that don't that are only online and that don't want to go see an exhibition that they feel more comfortable being on their phones or on their computers um, and in a, you know in a negative way it's it's I miss in person openings I miss having those conversations with other artists you know um, in person other you know curators other like-minded community people, um, being able to network in that way is, I, I, I miss it, um, just like everybody else does. But I feel like as people are getting vaccines, we're gradually, you know, um, moving towards that with even just being able to have reservation, reservation and having to be at capacity, you know, certain capacity in a space. But there's a positive and negative to it. Like it's, it's Everybody misses regular openings, you know. Um, but this is the that adapting. You have to adapt to what how it is now. And I feel like you either roll with the punches or you don't. Right, right, absolutely. I mean, there is though something something new that's happening. This kind of these virtual talks and panel discussions, even uh, that seems to be a kind of almost a new form. Museums are saying, yeah, they've, they've never had so many people at their public talks. Usually it's just a handful, you know, and now people are calling in from all over the world, potentially, it seems. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that it's just, if you don't, you know, adapt to it, you're just going to stay stuck in thinking things are going back to normal. It's not going to go back to normal. What was the normal to begin with, you know? Um I think you're just going to have to kind of, like I said, roll with the punches or kind of get out of the kitchen if you can't take the heat because it's not going to stop being virtual. Um, I think it might even speed up to a point of this is how we schedule now. This is how we are going to continue doing things if you can't be in person. We don't really have a choice, which is kind of scary, actually. Uh, Technology, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 taking over. Yeah. yeah. It's great talking about this, and I wish you well on that show, and um, hope uh, hope I will be able to to make an appointment to see it as other listeners uh, may be able to. What What are you reading now? I wanted to ask you that one last question. What are you looking at or reading at the moment? What am I reading? Right now I'm not reading anything. I am prepping for my exhibition, but I have been flipping through these poems by Elizabeth Alexander, The Black Interior, their essays. Um, um, it's one of my favorite books, actually. But I keep it by my bed when I can't sleep and I read a couple of passages. It's, it's my favorite. It's called the Black, the Black Interior. Dara, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today, and I wish you well with your show. Thank you. I hope you see it. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.